let's get a taste of the musical culture of Spain. Mention Spanish music, and I'll bet you're picturing serious-faced flamenco dancers and a fiery guitarist with people snapping castanets all around the room. Madrid-based tour guide Federico Garcia Barroso joins us right now for an overview of the music traditions that we all can enjoy across Spain. Federico, welcome. Hola, thanks. <laughs> now, when you think about Spain, I mentioned you got the castanets and the fancy guitar and the flamenco and the stomping on the stage. Is that an accurate view or is that just a tired touristic cliché? Well, actually, Spain Spain is a kaleidoscope of different people, different ethnicities, different musical styles, you know. Flamenco is obviously the most popular folk music, I would say, in Spain all over the world. We exported that all over the world, and it's just an explosion of fantasy, an explosion of happiness and, and rhythm. But we have many more things. We have, I mean, flamenco is basically coming from southern Spain, from Sevilla and Cadiz. But there are also other examples. If we go to northern Spain, we find how in a, that beautiful Renaissance town called Salamanca, we find those tuna Men is the not really so tuna band is a, is a mm-hmm. sort of a, a band of street troubadours that go back for centuries exactly with those black capes you see and they are still you know singing beautiful songs to all those pretty girls in Salamanca it's actually a kind of tradition among several students in those universities and colleges and they are mostly mostly happy songs. So that's the fun of going to Spain is you do yeah. get this the regional differences. The castanets, is, is that a sort of an Andalusian thing? No, you know what? That is actually one of those things. That the castanets are mostly coming from northern Spain in Aragon. Is that right? Because I, I consider it with the south and Sevilla and so well, on. Well, that's what we think, but it's not actually in that way. Actually, the real, real flamenco players, they actually snap their fingers like this, Rick. And they don't really use those castanets, you see? You don't need castanets when no. you can snap like that. Mm-hmm. Tell me what you just did. I mean, that was really good. Well. So, you know, when I was a kid, we would just make farts with our armpits. And uh, <laughs> that is so much nicer. <laughs> I never thought about that. <laughs> do you do that in Spain? Yeah, we do. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe I can join your band. <laughs> okay, but so I like that. You got a better, much more better tone with your it's, snapping. It's all about feet tapping, and the sounds are coming from your fingers and from your feet. Some people even have the right shoes on a flamenco oh, to abso- make that. Absolutely, and a wooden stage. That's that's the word tablao. Flamenco means a wooden stage. Oh, that's you know? right, because I always see a tablao, like they're advertising, they're bragging, there's going to be a great flamenco show tonight mm-hmm. in a tablao. So that is the wooden stage. Exactly. Because then you hear that riveting... Exactly. Now the guitar. Mm-hmm. Spanish guitar. The Spanish guitar, we love guitars in Spain. and, and also the heart in, in and soul of Spanish music, it feels like. It is. Flamenco guitar or a classical guitar, you know. The guitar is evoking somehow, you know, the spirit of Spain. Absolutely. So you combine all of that, and then you've got the wonderful regional differences, and you have plenty, plenty Many. to experience. Many. What would your tip be when we go to Spain to get a special a special inside appreciation of the music culture and heritage? All right. I'm going to tell you something. I want to share with you something that not many people know, not even the Spaniards know. We have a dance, a folk dance in Madrid called, in Spanish language, Chotis, which is a kind of uh, paso doble, of the thing is that a couple, a man and a woman, dance together, and not many people know that that Spanish chotis is coming from Scotland. 
the Scotland. It was a Scottish dance, you know. Nobody knew how to say that in English in those 1800s, and they heard something like Scottish, and finally they transcribed that into Spanish as Chotis, which is actually a oh. Scottish melody <laughs> that was adopted by Madrid. And now our folk dance in our city in Madrid has those Scottish roots, and not many people know that. What is the word again? Chotis. Chotis. C-H-O-T-I-S. And you can go into uh, mm. Granada, and you can hear the gypsy music in the caves of Sacramento. Exactly. You can go to Salamanca and hear the strolling troubadours of the college, the mm-hmm. tuna band. There's so many opportunities. This is Travel with Rick Steves. We're talking Spanish music with Federico Garcia Barroso. Comes to us from Madrid. Our phone number is 877-333-7425, and you can email us at radio at ricksteves.com. Alicia emails us from Miami in Florida. And Federico Alicia writes, I love classic guitar, and I've never been to a flamenco show. What should I look for for an authentic experience? We have Saturday night in Barcelona, Friday in Madrid, and the rest of the time in San Sebastian. Mm-hmm. So if she wants to have one good flamenco experience, what would you recommend? Many people ask me about this. Tell me the right place to go. In reality, those artists, they just move. They take a high-speed train, and they go from one city to another. So actually, you can really find great shows in Madrid, absolutely, mm-hmm. and also in Barcelona, and mostly in southern Spain. It's not so easy in northern Spain. It's not actually easy mm-hmm. to find that in San Sebastian. I would say that in the core of Madrid, we find at least three places. There are many, but there are three places where they really offer you good shows, professional dancers and singers. What are the names of those places? Uh, one of my favorite ones is uh, Carboneras. Mm-hmm. Carboneras is actually, I mean, young people, young dancers, young singers in a very cozy atmosphere mm-hmm. and occasionally some of those relatives go there and they spontaneously join those artists on the stage that is a wonderful place Carboneras yeah in my opinion and yeah. is there one place in Madrid where the, the most famous stars would be where you're most likely to pay oh. a little more money and get the top show yeah 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 absolutely absolutely Carboneras and another one called Corral de la Morería that is also another, oh, okay. another good one so now Alicia is going to be in Barcelona in Madrid and in San Sebastian of course San Sebastian is Basque country and if you mm-hmm. saw flamenco there it's almost like seeing flamenco in Paris or something mm-hmm. like that, I suppose. Barcelona, it's another different region, and they've mm-hmm. got their own culture, Catalonian. My experience for flamenco in Barcelona is mm-hmm. is just tourist shows on, on the square. Uh, yeah, basically. Yeah. But, but really, the, the heart of flamenco is Andalusia, mm-hmm. Andalusia. And, and Sevilla. Sevilla. And then Sevilla. the big city of Madrid just has the, the mm-hmm. audience and the financial wherewithal to hire the big, big names to come exactly. up there. So I would say, if you're going to Sevilla, save your flamenco evening until you get to Sevilla. Mm-hmm. If you're not going to Sevilla... Madrid would be a great place to go. Absolutely. When you think of flamenco, what are the, what are the roots of flamenco? Where does that come from? Because it's so distinct that we mm. find that in Spain. We think, we really think that hundreds and hundreds of years ago, those Indians from India, those nomads came to Europe uh, with all those seductive melodies. Actually, sometimes when I see an Indian dancer, the way they move their hands, you know, it reminds me, you know, in a very similar way, those female flamenco dancers that we now have that in Spain. Now that is because you you think in India you've got this exotic hand motions, mm-hmm. and are you're talking gypsy culture? Exactly. So I guess gypsies originally came from India. Absolutely. Hit the road, nomadic culture. With one very important thing to consider, they crossed all over Northern Africa, and they adopted those rhythms, those percussion instruments, and they then finally they came into Spain and Portugal, and this is what we find now, the Spanish flamenco. It's just a fusion of those gypsy Indian melodies with those African rhythms. Now, when you get into a good, spontaneous, wonderful, intense uh, flamenco experience, 
Is that all planned out? Do they have a, a list of songs they're going to do, or is it just sort of a jam session and they're going with their spirit? Absolutely. The, the second choice that you just gave us right now is, is actually what is happening in, in every flamenco show. They obviously have a kind of a skeleton, all right? But I consider flamenco a little bit similar to jazz music in the way that those performers, they always have the right moment to improvise and to add something new. And the only thing they have to do is to look at each other, you know. There's a lot of eye contact, a lot of body language, you see. And that is that is the magic that they call duende. And just to witness that, you can get caught up in it. It's You can see pretty simple, tacky tourist shows, and, and they're, they're fun. But if you can find the real thing, and it's not unusual to find the real thing, even mm-hmm. for a tourist. Mm-hmm. It really is a but highlight once, of your trip. Once you find it, you really feel it. No matter, you don't need to be a Spaniard. You really You'll feel know. the magic. You'll know. Absolutely. You'll know. This is Travel with Rick Steves. We're talking Spanish music with Federico Garcia Barroso. Federico, one time I was in Madrid, and I went to Zarzuela. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even know this existed, but I went to a Zarzuela theater. Mm-hmm. Explain to us, Zarzuela. Zarzuela is something, something magic, something quite popular in Spain and, and Latin America. We have to say that Zarzuela, for all our friends, for all our American and Canadian friends, Zarzuela are just those Spanish musicals from those late 1800s and the beginning of the 1900s. The Spanish operetta, we'll say, you see. The operetta, like uh, Gilbert and Sullivan. Exactly. That yeah. is, you read my mind, Gilbert and Sullivan. I mean, Perfect. we have those local composers making that, merry-making music, happy Over the music. top, melodramatic very entertaining. <laughs> Very entertaining. That was that was a priority. You see, those Spaniards in those days, they nobody spoke German. Nobody enjoyed those never-ending operas by Wagner. You know, they just wanted to see something much more accessible, easy listening, happy melodies, funny stories. The length of the show was shorter. People went to the theater for a very inexpensive price, you see. People in those days had no TV and no radio, you know. They just had to go to the theater to be happy. <laughs> Can we still see Zarzuela today in Madrid? Oh, absolutely. So we just look at the local um, entertainment listing and yes. find Zarzuela. Absolutely. Federico, I've known you for many years, and you just seem to have music bursting out of you. Mm-hmm. Can you share with us uh, a little bit of why music is important to you and, and how you might just spontaneously mm-hmm. share it with your friends at a party? Uh, well, I, what can I say? You know, since I was a child, I had a very good ear for languages and music. And I really, now, now I really re- honestly consider that children should grow up with, with music because they become better human beings, you know. It's, it's just the way to feed your spirit and your, and your soul. And, and I had that gift and since I was a child. I had that skill, you know, to understand music and to first to enjoy music and then after that to sing. Federico, Spain has such a long history and love affair with music. What's the scene today in Spain? Who are the great artists in Spain? What's happening? Placido Domingo. Placido Domingo is just absolutely unique. A man who is 75 years old and he's still performing, he's still acting, learning new roles, avant-garde operas in different and unusual languages, and he's still there. Absolutely amazing. And we have also another woman called Teresa Berganza, who has been classified as the best Carmen ever. Okay, and she's still performing, you know. When you hear her, do you feel like, oh, this is exceptional? Wow. I'm I'm especially proud to say that both of them are from my city, from Madrid City, both of them. Placido and Teresa, they have been actually singing together in several occasions. So the Spanish love of music is alive and well. Yep. (laughs) Federico Garcia Barroso, thank you so much for sharing with us a little better understanding of the musical culture of Spain. Muchas gracias. Rick Steves teaches smart travel to Spain, Portugal, and beyond. At ricksteves.com, you'll find an archive of interviews from his radio show, free audio tours, a monthly travel newsletter, and a world of information to help you turn your travel dreams into smooth and affordable reality. To gear up for your next European adventure, begin your trip 
at ricksteves.com.